halfway there. You either got less hair or more coming out everywhere. Getting more deaf, worrying about death. All the tires you got are spare. Unexplained coffin while choosing your coffin. Getting some laughs in and choking on taffy. Squeaking more than a dolphin. Rolling at the kids, soiling undies with skids. Wondering if we fucked it up, can we still make the mic drop? Genexing, texting, vexing, exiting. But not yet, not yet. We're just halfway there. Halfway there. Hi, I'm Kim Gaynor. Hi, I'm Jenny Tare. Hi, I'm Camilo Fantasia, and this is Halfway There, a podcast about the new middle age. And it's 2022, so we've inched closer. It's true. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I'm almost dead. (laughs) (laughs) You're not almost dead. You're just slightly closer, probably. You're in the process. Yeah. That's all. The, The journey continues. Oh, I have so many thoughts on this subject. First of all, I want to apologize to the people who we left hanging for the last two weeks. The holiday spirit got the best of us, possessed us. The holiday spirits, I think. We, he's trying Emphasis to tell on you. the spirits. The spirits made us unable to podcast. Okay, we I was took in a well-deserved hiatus. Rehab was two weeks, all right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I was recently reading about um, and I know we have very important updates from Kim, but I was recently reading about how uh, the methods of burial, like they're really evolving. And I'm really into this like decomposition thing that's coming up. It's a new hot, I don't want to say trend because other trends. The hottest in, trend in the death. hottest trend in dying is. Um, it's pine boxes, right? Oh, well, no. it's all kinds of things. I actually follow this yes. very closely. Mm-hmm. It's it's heat, it's heat like dissolving your 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 body in heat and uh, very superheated liquid. Um, that's one method. Um, aquamation, Kim. Aquamation. Aquamation. It's the new cremation. Um, you uh, not not uh, embalming at all is also a trend. You uh, contrary to. Yeah, contrary to popular belief, it's it's not a legal requirement in most places. Wait, and I also, have a question. Yeah. yeah. So with the hot liquid, is that just like liquefying your your yes. body like a wax figure? Yeah. Yeah. There's lie. There's lie. How and is heat. that the hottest trend in die in in post life? Well, because I, a lot of the, the because the uh, funeral industry is very. Uh, uh, bad for the environment. So a lot yeah. of these uh, new trends are uh, ecologically minded. So yeah, they're all better for the environment. But burying burying you raw without a coffin, you know, um, would that be better for the sp- environment? Just letting the worms yeah. go at yeah go at us. Yeah. Okay. But Absolutely. There's, there's also a method right now that will literally just turn you into compost. That's I yeah. forget what that one's called. A and they, tree. And then the people people can shell. use it. People can use it to like, yeah. I love it. The eggshells of my nose, yeah. coffee grounds, some uh stems of and some gen tear. broccoli. Yes. <laughs> yeah. My eye. <laughs> Great. <laughs> as long as I go to a hippie farm. Wonderful. Yeah. Listen, the kale is gonna be so luscious. It really uh, is that ear. I, look, if, and salty. If <laughs> if new mothers are eating placenta, then there's no reason why I can't eat the both of you when you've been decomposed that way. In that okay, I rebuke those people. I've been reading about this for years, and every single time I'm like, I rebuke you. I rebuke this. Um, you know, I. There are other ways to get vitamins and nutrients. I guess that's one of the reasons these women are doing it. I actually read and saw pictures that I can't unsee of a woman who made bolognese out of her placenta um, and then served it to her friends. Um, did they know this? Community. Yeah. Were yeah, they, they given did. that sweet uh, detail or was uh, it uh, after I, the fact? I you believe just ate that, my imagine. It's like Titus Andronicus. Yeah. <laughs> Guess what? Um, These are your children that you just ate. <laughs> someone would die. Yeah. Version. I mean, I guess that's one way to 
recycle I don't sure. think it, all the parts. Kim, I don't think it has anything to do with like vitamins and nutrients. I think it's just like I'm connecting with my child on a it does, more though. visceral, it does. literally level. It does because like the, the thing that I read, it was a blog. I mean, it's been some time was uh, the woman what, that was a concern of her. And if you, if you look into it more, other people are reducing the placenta into less like disgusting bloody mess form and um, putting them into capsules. So making them into vitamins. So they, it, it actually is one of the reasons women give for, for eating the placenta. Oh, that it's, it's packed with nutrients? With like super nutrients. Oh, okay. Well, I'm looking forward to picking that up at my local health store. Um, I, <laughs> I don't think that's a mainstream product as of yet, thank God. But I guess if you've got a placenta to spare, um, yeah. you can have those manufactured. Can Maybe I- I'll go on on next door and uh (laughs) you know did you guys okay did you guys see that amazing next door um that i sent you all from twitter about Mm. the person in crown heights looking for a positive covid test result yes so they could use it to in order to you know get out of spending any time with their horrible in-laws oh god hilarious hideous and hilarious yes i saw it and i laughed because i truly we don't I mean, have in-laws, but yeah, the worst of us, like the pandemic has absolutely revealed the, the, the <laughs> bottom of, of the, 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 the most fetid part of our character. It kind of reminds me of a situation I dealt with this last week. Really? Not in-laws, but yes. Mm, yes. So, what a great transition. Tell us. Did, did you they guys want offer to hear you their placenta? And then yes. No, no, no. More along the lines of the in-laws. But, you know, who knows with these people? There might have been a placenta involved at some point. <laughs> they were, there were a lot of offers that were not appealing. Um, so so basically, you know, Barbados, it is a travel destination that people love. Even though we are like balls deep into Omicron, people are still coming here like nothing is happening. So an old friend, an old acquaintance, I would say, had been in touch with me, you know, when I, before I moved here and was like, I'm definitely, this is my, you know, I love this place. He had, um, let's call him Ted. We're going to call him Ted. Um, He had messaged me and said, I love coming here. I've come here for years, blah, blah. And I'm like, cool, cool, cool. Great. You know, yes, oh, I'll be here. So, so wait, I missed that tidbit. I didn't realize it was not the first time for <clears throat> Ted. Right, right. Correct. It was not the first time for Ted, but it was a return even, visit. Yeah. Okay. Even so, Ted had a million questions about, you know, with, that were really stretching I guess his Googling skills. So I Googled the things for him about uh, renting cars, about hotels, a lot of renting cars, a lot of um, where do I get this test and that test for travel. I graciously Googled and gave him all of the answers and gave him, you know, some of the things I had done myself. So Ted and friend, actually, this was supposed to be a group of about eight guys coming here. Omicron happened. People see that this looks really, really bad. Kind of a strange time to travel. Also traveling to a place that has bad COVID, maybe one of the only places that had worse COVID numbers than where you came from right now. But no, two of them are left, right? Six drop out, six very smart people drop out, two remain and are on their way to Barbados. One of them is Ted. One of them is uh, Ted's friend. We'll call him Kelton. Okay. okay. Kelton, I had met from a really long time ago. I, when I tell you, I have zero recollection of this person. I'm not trying to be a bitch. Like, you know, I, I, I spent a lot of my thirties completely obliterated. So that's, and we are halfway there. Right. That's true. That's, That's true, weird Brandon. because I, I, would think, I would think that somebody with the name Kelton, which is so unusual, you'd remember <laughs> that. 
Oh, I'm sorry. Right. Is it when not I, a real when is I remember real the pseudonym that I'm making up, oh, so we don't oh, reveal his actual identity. It's also not a real name. Okay, okay, gotcha. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> try not well, to talk I can't, about. I can't Shelton. say one's name and then because he'll be connected with the other one right away. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all so, names are to protect the not so innocent. Names right. have been changed to protect the not so innocent. So Kelton gets here a day before Ted. We actually, and I'm like, ah, I, because I, I'd looked him up on um, the interwebs and I was like, okay, he looks kind of familiar, but no recollection, no recollection, no anecdotes, no memories, none. So I just had an open mind and um, he had like great memories of me or a memory of me. We had dinner. The best. Uh, I picked out a place and it was on the bay. It was beautiful. He, it was lovely. We actually had a lovely time and he paid for it. And that was really lovely. That was made it even lovely lovelier for me. Yeah, that was the most lovely thing. So, no, the most lovely thing is being like, I'm so memorable that somebody I don't remember has probably been thinking about me for years. Really? <laughs> yeah. I don't think no, it's, I, at this age, that. it's scary. It's like, am I getting Alzheimer's? Right. <laughs> it's no longer like I am so memorable. It's like, <laughs> oh, my God, I need to go and see a neurologist. You guys, I didn't think that much about it. I, okay. You know, I, I my narcissism or, or mm. you know, dementia, who, who knows what it is, but I didn't give him much thought. Um, but we had a great time. So Ted comes in the next day. All of a sudden, I'm getting these texts. Ted, uh, so we, we, we want to have dinner. Um, uh, definitely, you know, want to hang out. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I had a great time with uh, Kelton. And uh, so uh, first night, I hear nothing. I'm like, okay, they're on vacation, whatever. At 10 p.m., I get a text. We're in the, we're in the neighborhood. You know, and I'm like, you know, I work all day. I'm not on your vacation. I live here just like a normal person. And so it was no problem, though. I just was like, can't join you. I got this message from Ted and I, I, I went out of my way to make sure he knew I actually wanted to hang. It's like, sorry, it was just kind of late for me. Ted's like, oh, please tell me we can hang while I'm here. I'm like, of course, like, why are we even, this is not a thing. Next day, don't hear from him. Next day, do you want to have dinner tomorrow? Don't hear from him. Next day, oh yeah, dinner tomorrow, right? Okay, cool. And also come on this boat this weekend. So I don't hear that day. Uh, and then the next day, oh, uh, let's have dinner tonight. And I was like, oh, I thought that was yesterday. Um, he's like, but the boat's been canceled. So this is a thing you wouldn't know probably unless you were here. The boats are never canceled. They're not canceled. <laughs> Has Barbados been swallowed by the sea? If the answer is no, your very expensive tourist trip did not get canceled. Plus, it was a beautiful day. I'm I was going like, to say, like, did you look out the window and it's like crystal oh my God. clear it was, skies? It was clear skies. It was beautiful, whatever. <laughs> Even if it wasn't, you know, I just knew that was not the case. So I was, this was like at the end of a week of just pretending so hard that you wanted to see me, but like, oh, and then on uh, New Year's, I was like, Ted, we're going to be at the beach, fireworks. Um, he He's like, I met these British people. Can I bring them? I'm like, we want to keep it small, but yeah, it's a couple of people. And then I get this message back. Look, I just want to feel like it's my vacation. And at this point, I'm really just, I'm just trying to please too many people. And I'm like, okay, we'll figure it out, whatever. The beach was amazing. The best fireworks I've ever seen. You guys saw saw pictures. So, uh, yeah, we don't we don't connect. He tells me the boat's canceled. Um, he like pretended that the day of that we hadn't talked about dinner the previous night. So I just responded with, "I'm busy." Me busy at home, you know, snacking was me busy. Um, <laughs> I said, I'm busy, but have fun. And I blocked because you know what? The level of annoyance was very high for the payout of a person I had not seen for, if I haven't seen you for, you know, within the next, within the last 10 years, really don't worry about it. Don't worry yourself about it. You want to come to Barbados and not see me, it's totally fine. Um, 
And side note, wrapping this up, I see on Ted's social media, the very boat that was canceled. (laughs) He posted on his Instagram. Good for you. Hope you had a good time. You never had to hang out with me in the first place. I hope you had a good time and did not get COVID while you were here. The end. So that's my little, just don't be that person. Don't be, if you're going to come to Barbados, don't, don't go out of your way to harass me and then not hang out with me, please. Do you have that Bravo. listeners? Bravo. Or anywhere. Like it's I, just... I gotcha. Like, yeah, I almost respect the people who knew I lived in Florida previously and were literally in Fort Lauderdale and never told me they were there. <laughs> like, because if you just want to do your thing and you don't want to be bothered, you know what I mean? Like, you don't want to be totally fine. It's totally fine. We don't know because a close friend wouldn't do that. So, right. We're acquaintances. We've hung out together before. It's barely fine. no obligation to you know, to spend time with me. So that's fine. I can't be offended because it happened a lot. Like a lot of people that I know, but are not close friends, they would pass through Fort Lauderdale. And, you know, at first I was like, oh, that's weird. They know I live here. But then I was like, you know what? It's just the effort to whatever, just enjoy. And that's why, say, when I go to New York City, I make an effort to connect with certain people, such as you lovely ladies, if you were the still there, ladies. but everybody else, I'm like, listen, I'll be at this bar from this time to this time. Yeah. And that's the thing. Do you want to see me come during this time? You don't, you can't do it. Fine. That's all you have to do to go out of your way and make it, make it seem like you're trying so hard, but really you're trying to avoid the person is really foul. It's yeah. just really weird, weird flex. But I, I think, think it's a weird psychotic behavior that has nothing to do with you actually oh yeah no no totally i'm i'm a lovely kind of person that she'll remember years later even if i don't remember you Mm -hmm. so yep exactly i'll i'm having an interesting um experience kind of completely in reverse i guess which is now that i'm not living in the city i want to go to the city at the end of this month we have to pick up mail at my apartment old apartment and um, and also just cause we're a little information here, a little unclear where we're going to be next year. So we're trying to budget and save our money in the event that we have to move or, you know, whatever, um, asking people in New York to stay in their apartments. It's really tough. Yeah. Like friends, it just, cause New York is so much, you know, and when you're a couple too, cause we both want to go and it would just be for a night, but it really, it's really interesting. It really- You feel like you're asking a lot. Yes, I do. And I let people stay at my place quite a bit. I was, you know, when we had an extra room in our place in Brooklyn, I was generous with it. But it, <laughs> it's really interesting. I feel really, I feel really, and these are people I've known 20 years. These are good friends. And I feel really awkward about it. It's, I get it. Because we're of a certain age and we yeah. should have enough money to get a hotel or an Airbnb. Like Look, that's just I mean, kind we could, of, we, we should. Could, we and should. I'm we talking could. as a person who does what you just described. Like I've well, done it. Wait a minute. I feel like so many people, regardless of their bank accounts, are looking not to pay $300 and up a night. Mm-hmm. because they have a friend in New York. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I don't, you know. I'm just saying that I agree 100%, but I also think that's why it feels awkward because to me, every time I come to New York and I stay with with a certain friend of mine who's an, actually a mortal enemy of Jen's, because <laughs> that, mm, yes. that person has a very nice spare bedroom, um, I've also, part of me feels like, come on, man, like... You shouldn't be crashing. Like you should be. Although I love it. For the I'll say this, when I had a, 
you know, an extra room. When I lived in the city, I loved entertaining. I loved having yeah. people over for dinner. I liked having guests. Like I really liked having my brothers and my family stay with me. Like that felt very brothers and families is a completely different thing. No, no, Can no you know, I, about... I feel like your, your opinion of this is a little skewed by having lived in New York. This is completely normal behavior in other places. You yeah. it's, 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 it's considered hospitality to open up your, not to just, uh, like the odd Kelton and, and Ted, but to like long-term, like good friends, good friends, you know, you, you do them a solid because you know, whether they have the money or not, they're still going to be out like a couple thousand dollars in a week. Kim, you know, I am a hundred percent on board. I, now I feel you, like you shouldn't feel weird and that, that, that might be more about you. Now that you're framing it that way, yes. But yeah. A, number one, it's it is about me. Like there's no question. I number also one. feel it. But number I, two, I, but I think maybe it is very New York specific where people have very limited space because yeah. here in this house, we have a whole spare bedroom that is exclusively dedicated to guests only like nothing is going on in there unless there's a guest so we love having people over and you know a a few months ago to a friend of mine and his friend came over and i was like one of you can why aren't you staying here like they were in a hotel and they were like no no it's okay we'll stay in a hotel i was like no like why are you like i was on the opposite side i was like why are you throwing money away one of you stay here right um but they just wanted to be you know there was two of them they're not a couple so okay i got it yeah um, no it's it's very it's very interesting i mean i do think it is unique to new york like i unique friends new of mine, york unique new york unique new york the uni- yeah i um, do the same thing in my head that's a weird <laughs> who live in let's play a game of zip zap zoom after that um <laughs> friends of mine who live in the suburbs or in you know different cities like my friends in dc we always stay with them it's there's no question but there's something about asking you know a, pe- a city i lived in for 20 years people i've known for 20 years if i can stay in their apartments it feels really heavy. Like I'm dancing around asking a friend of mine right now. I'm just, I can't bring myself to text. Um, ask them right now. You maybe if you ask them via a podcast, it'll be like a really cool prom proposal, you know, Um, (laughs) I don't want to put them on. You did something fun. Yeah, that's true. How about Um, if you extend an olive branch to your to your um, well-established enemy to whom I referred to before. Do you really think he would want us staying in his guest bedroom? Me and um, my boyfriend who he's never met and me who he hasn't seen in like 10 years. I will say, I think. Let's call her. I feel like Shantane and him would have a lot to talk about. Well, yeah. They -hmm. would enjoy each other's company. I think actually (laughs) like. And Let's they could call probably... him Lamey Faker. Yeah. <laughs> wow. wow. I don't ain't think... getting that room now, girl. <laughs> yeah, I know. I hope he doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> uh, I've asked him about um, it. He's like, no. Nah. Oh, good. Yeah. I'm sure he's very busy. Um, anyway. I, also, I also appreciate people's honesty when they're like, yeah, it's not a thing I do. Um, yeah, fair enough. Listen, New York friends, if you're listening to this podcast and you love me, then please, by the end of this week, reach out and let me know. <laughs> this is good. I love this pitiful, passive aggressive, uh, you know, yeah. plea that you're making. Yes. And if you don't, you're dead to me. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, come, come stay with me in uh, Barbados. I wish, like, you know, avoid me the whole time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, well, the past couple of times, the last time I went to New York in the summer, you guys know what happened at that hotel. Oh, I mean, right. I've been I've been driven to some pretty desperate extremes. Mm. The place with the working girls and the like. Mm. <laughs> Bodily fluids. Yeah. Mm. I only I only remember the uh, like the strip mall. Um, yeah, it was in Queens. Hotel. I'm sure I got cancer. No, I'm picturing the one in, in uh, New Hampshire, though. That's like the one that's oh, yeah. vividly, you described so vividly as just. Yeah, 
It was like a strip mall vista across from a home Depot and whatever. Yeah. It's a real beauty. I've had some (laughs) recalling the best memories of 2021. (laughs) Oh, okay. So should we shelve 2021 and I can talk to you a little bit about 2022 and what, what the youth is going to be up to next year. What are the cool kids up to? What music do they like? Where do they go at night? Are they watching sexy Netflix shows or anime or both? Cool, cool kids like really cool kids. We want to know what you're up to. Ah, as if. My source for this week was the Bible of what the youths are up to. And it is the Instagram trend report for 2022. All right. God. Wait, this is Facebook's official white paper on what they predict like (laughs) the youths will be doing. Are we are we uh, are we considering Facebook equivalent to Instagram at this point? Do we think that Instagram has no No, editorial independence? Owns Instagram. Yeah. yeah. But do do you think that like literally Instagram has no editorial independence in this Uh, review? Because this is all based on uh, Instagram influencers input. So this document is littered mm. with ads, um, okay. which, refers, which refers to the specific influencers. There's so much in there. I really wanted to focus on, on a particular area, which I will get to in a moment. But I did want to let you know that this document is a downloadable PDF, and it is designed to look like with weathering as well, with like kind of grungy weathered effects on it. A filter? it's more of a Photoshop filter kind of thing to look like a very well used VHS tape cardboard cover from the eighties. Oh my. So do you remember those like diagonal kind of like rainbow colors um, that went across like the side of a black box? I will, I will send you the, the, as soon as you see the visual. Yes. It's I know like, what you're talking about. It's kind about. of going from like burnt orange to purple. And there's like five or six colors diagonally cut across this black box. And then they've added like, as if the box is kind of well worn and damaged effects to it. <laughs> you know what the adults should be up to? Antitrust. Okay. It's time to break these fucking companies up. They clearly have too much money. That's the adults. Power. But this is not a concern of the uh, TikTok generation right now. So among many things that TikTokers are, are interested in doing, which is also increasing their cosplay next year. Um, so that means what? Being in costumes? Uh-huh. Yeah. So pretending, okay. pretending to be uh, dressing up as corporate properties, such as, you know, Harry Potter people and uh, anime characters, um, which is always a sign of independence. Sorry, not sorry, Gen Z. You think you're being so cool and unique, but you're just pretending to be. In a costume. You're in a costume for in a, a corporate that costume is, that is like selling dolls and making millions of dollars. But that's that the paradox like of Gen Z. Yep. We love our Gen Z listeners. We love our TED listeners. I just want to make it sure that we're not alienating. Uh, Lamey fakers. We love we Lamey love them fakers. Too. Our, our skeletons and our TEDs. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, what I want to focus on is actually fashion for next year, because I found this really, really interesting. I, I went kind of down a rabbit hole because the first thing that I saw on the slide um, slash page about fashion trends was dark academia. Are you familiar yeah. with dark? Yes. Not to be confused with dark macadamia, which sounds like a delicious uh, dark chocolate. I'm bar. in dark academia, literally. It's you are, partly inspired by Donna Tartt. You're currently not in dark academia, I can assure you. No, that's not true. Because it was like sweaters with with suede patches and dusty library sort of aesthetic, right? Like it's a little like gothic. I am. Gothic is not quite the term. It's more like um, Oxford and Cambridge circa 1910 to 1930. Okay. And the reason it's dark academia, because at first I thought, oh, it's like the you know, the underworld, maybe like sorcerers or people mixing potions and summoning the devil, but it's not dark literally means dark colors. So tweeds in brown navies and anything in between. So for well, example, am this, I right about the suede patches though? Please give me suede patch. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Collegiate. It's a collegiate look, but it's gotta be a collegiate look. That's like heavy fabrics 
and it's got to be in mostly dark colors. So yeah, the the patches are are coming in, it coming in there, and it's there's just so many mood boards about this out there on the internet that you can, if you just look up dark academia, um, you'll see what I mean. But um, one of my one of the favorite ones that I found says dark academia colon reading sapphic poetry in the library and then there's just <laughs> suggested outfits below it and it's oh, wow. perfection. <laughs> really specific activity yeah i mean you can't go wrong wearing dark gray and brown true and that's and if you're wearing tweed uh one of my favorite patterns houndstooth obsessed with houndstooth because our Ford Fiesta, which is one of the first car that I really, really remember as a child, actually had houndstooth uh, fabric on the seats. And I don't know, I just have this like really positive association with it. I love houndstooth. So I'm really for this. I'm really for this particular trend. I, I like it. Dark academia. Yeah. I, um, I approve of all this covering up. Mm-hmm. Me too. I think it's Back very to dignified. It's like layers. It's cardigans in gray nice. and brown. I love brown. Although I will say that one of my New Year's resolutions is to wear more color. Mm, you're so, out of the dark academia click. Yeah, you're out. So I may not be part of it, but I'm I'm old. I'm not Gen Z, so I have to like sparkle in other ways because my my I don't have a youthful face to offset. That's the thing. You wear these theoretically fuddy-duddy clothings but then you have like a very youthful creamy looking face to offset Mm -hmm. the old time are we bringing back camilo this this reminds me of the trend of like i don't know 2010s oh oh, you're getting ahead you're getting ahead of me oh getting ahead of me gray or white hair they're bringing back the 2010s i mean is is what (laughs) what no, well, no, a trend of the 2010s was gray or, or silver hair on young people. So does oh. that go along? Oh, okay, with dark okay. I'm getting it. You know, I didn't dig deep enough. So maybe I need to get into that rabbit hole. But I bet you it involves just looking gorgeous from the neck up and then looking like your great grandmother from the neck down. That's what I'm right. That's what I'm getting. Um, but overall, the, the trend is to more natural makeup, less contouring yeah sort of as we discussed the other day like big butts are out i'm sorry if you have a big butt um get a bicycle lop it off um i'm not sorry i mean you should still be happy with it right do you think people will get their implants their glottial implants taken out well that's what's happening because chloe kardashian not chloe the uh What's the main one? Good God. Kim, they're, so, they're so out of my consciousness lately. They've been kind Good of- Good for you. Up. His name no. after is healing. Kim definitely had her implants taken out or whatever oh, going on in there. Okay. If you compare the champagne bottle photo from a few, the infamous champagne bottle yeah. photo from a few years ago with how she looks now, which yeah. we are adults, we shouldn't be spending time doing this, but why not? The internet is But according place. to her, she never had uh, implants- no, she's relented. She's finally oh, said she, she admitted did. it. Yeah, she oh. did. Where source, please? So source something I happened on on Google, which is oh, our. Okay. It was during her sixty Major. minutes interview where they was talked. To her, the, yeah, her. The, I'm joking. She has. Okay, okay. okay. I'm sure, it's I mean, coming though. She she let no, Barbara Walters you. know that she's she's all real yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but. Shall we move on to the next fashion trend? Because there's a couple more I want to talk about. Yeah. Okay. This is this is the one where I really had to I had to get in there and like figure out what the hell we're talking about. So it's goblin core. Mm, Are we familiar nice. with goblin core? I feel like Kim is on the cutting edge of of fashion I, at all times. So actually, kind of familiar with all of these things. I'm actually in a sort of vaguely adjacent style click um i'm on a facebook group called cottage cottage core yes that so came up you've in the got like thing. goblin core and fairy core and you know oh. which core and they're all kind of like related <laughs> yes so- and they're all related sort of a return to a more agrarian foresty lifestyle that is yeah. connected with nature and that's kind of like the unifying theme cottage core is more about right, the name says it all like you live in a cottage 
cottage, mm-hmm. um, you know, drinking clotted cream and, and you know, uh, gathering your lavender and cutting, uh, cutting the flowers from your English garden and having tea and and having your no yarns. Yeah. That's yeah. Nice dental can. No, no, no. It's, it's actually kind of a glamorous spin. So you're not like, you're not this like surf kind of cottage person. Right. You're, you're more of the landlord. <laughs> right. You're the landowning cottage. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not the surf. Oh. So, yeah. so what kind of distinguishes Goblin Core is that it's a bit more in the non-gender conforming community and LGBTQ because it is, and I'm going to quote here from Mary Frances Knapp's article in Vice Magazine, the inexplicably still cool publication. No, <laughs> no? okay, not cool anymore, but. I will say Mary Frances Knapp has a perfect cottage core slash goblin core name. It, it really seems yeah. like it's from 80, 90 years ago. Um, but she quotes Katie, age 23, aka at mountain.hag. If you want to check mm. at mountain.hag on Instagram. Uh, and she says, uh, on an average day, says Katie, who lives in an eco friendly cottage and hangs her clothes from a stick. My goal is to look as if I oozed out of a tree root or am ferociously guarding my favorite puddle. I feel like this should have had an accent, but I can't do Irish. Sorry. It's okay. Tear in your favorite blouse. No problem. Make it fashion. Find a shiny rock that catches your eye. Hang it from your ear on a piece of string. It is so much less about impressing people and more about adorning yourself in the trinkets you scavenged that means something to you. So it's about like embracing looking homeless it's more but not like urban homeless it's like handmade like, things i don't know okay right like yeah your thatched hat your 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 hobbit home right covered with sod you know everything um, from a choice of elf ears to a hat you made out of an acorn cap is also fair game i'm like okay one acorn cap is this is three quarters of an inch size <laughs> Uh, it, it's just it's so delightful. So one Will of the- Will you be dressing the, in goblin core then, Camilo? Who knows? That's the thing. 2022 has just started and who, who knows? Wide open. It's wide open for you? It's wide open for me. And this, okay. is the, this is the thing that really got me about goblin core is that of goblin core, import, of big goblin core importance, mushrooms with their thousands of sexes. Goblin core defies modern, modern gender norms, which makes it a welcome habitat for those living beyond the binary. And Skug with an umlaut over the U, so Skug, Skug mm-hmm. 19. For me as an autistic non-binary individual, I find Goblin Core is a safe community. And he created a meme that is littered with like colorful bugs and a worm, like a dragonfly, a shiny green beetle, and a, a grasshopper, a moth. And then over it, it says, no gender, only bugs. Wow. And that, you know, the, uh, the Goblin Core ethos. It sums it up. Huh? Yep. Yeah. And hey, uh, I will say I was looking I was looking at uh, I was looking at Goblin Core merch and there's one item that I need to have and it's on Etsy. I'm sorry I didn't take down the, the person's name. Maybe I'll put it in the show notes, but they are, um, you know, the shelf fungus that grows like on rocks or trees. You know, like this kind of semicircular but uneven kind of fungus that like attaches itself to trees and other. I just know this like fungus. Like I know that. I mean, yeah, you're you're breaking this down into like. Well, imagine like imagine like a disc cut in half, and that thing is like stuck to a rock wall or whatever, right? So those kind of funguses. So this woman is like making these things, but you can they're like magnetized or they can stick them to the wall. So you could have like these little like fungal slash mushroom layers like sticking out of your wall or any vertical surface. Love that. Need it. I kind of like it. I mean, I'm I'm into like, like I said, I'm already in this cottage core group. I mean, it's it's so antithetical to my entire aesthetic, but there is something super appealing about it to me. Yeah. So I think I kind of would dig the goblin core, although it sounds a little bit more nerdy than the cottage core, which tends to like 
throw me off. It's like, oh, it's, you know, I made my own Dungeons and Dragons game and let's all play it. And I'm the good elf, you know, like, okay. Not Dungeons so and Dragons is cool in 2022. Okay. I'm so sorry. I lost track. So it's cool now. Great. It's uh, not nerdy at all. Got it. I'm not putting it down. I'm just saying it's not my thing. And I'm into like, you know, homemade biscuits and tea and like beautiful lace dresses and leisure and country estates. But so are you, it's kind so, of what, but are you into burning Scottish peat for, for the scent? For, does it, for the scent or does it make you high? Oh, I don't know. Well, I guess it evokes the past. It's funny, Camilo, for somebody who's so anti-nostalgia, you're awfully um, kind of, uh, I'll say, tolerant or... Um, well, okay. More embracing. I mean, these things are all the whole kind of like embrace of the Hungarian past is like a core tenant of fascism. Just FYI. Whoa. Well, okay, 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 okay. Let's. Okay, it is. Let like me the, the, let me switch the, to the other forward fashion or, or <laughs> communism. You know. Yeah, I, it's, it's I'm sorry. Ideology. I'm sorry, but like I don't know the. The or American chariots. labor unions, but sure, the chariots of fascism, the chariots of fire, dude. But there's you know. something inherently like it's anti modernity, though. Inherently, all of these things, well, cottage you- life, um, especially how these these things are evoked. Right. It's like there's something about them that's inherently in contrast with the modern world. Why not both? Absolutely. Though? Why not both? Yeah. Because this is fashion. So. A lot of a lot of this fashion is going to be constructed in in, um, in textiles that are actually much less uh, much less heavy, much less uh, more breathable, whatever. Like not all made of the, in China. Yeah. All well, yeah, because you're not going to the thrift stores and finding clothes from the actual 1920s, right? So these are maybe sometimes if you're lucky. If you're well, lucky, the idea for cottagecore at least is to make as many of the, of the things that you wear and consume as possible. Right. Yeah, which is and but which I don't fundamentally contra modernity, right? It's yeah. like a return to the hearth and the home. It is a yes. form of nostalgia. But which why is, is fine. it? Why is it that you're always immediately going to fascism and Nazism, like? It's it's not. I just think it's interesting that people who have such adverse reactions to nostalgia in one setting don't in the others. Whereas I've argued that I think it's fundamentally human, especially in a time where we where so many people feel such um, deep loneliness. I think we, I, I honestly think we need to, I think we need to go back to hats for everybody when you're out in public. Like well, make it mandatory. Even with masks. I'm just I'm just talking about like the world of fashion. Like you know, let's forget the masks for now. Okay. Let's set that aside and assume that we're living in a normal environment. Can you imagine hats back? So good. You know what was confusing me is um I was looking at the stewardesses, this is kind of off topic, but not. For Emirates Airlines, you know how they have the hat with the yeah. with the little I dream of genie. Sorry if that is uh, culturally insensitive, but it's not exactly a huge job. It's very stylized. It's always been fashion. Yeah. But then they're but then they're wearing the mask with it too. So it's mask, veil, hat. Oh wow! So much going on. And oh. I looked at the picture of them the other day, and I was like, have they always? I was confused because it sort of worked, but but then was kind of weird at the same time. But yeah, yeah. I mean, there's not much real estate left on on you know after the mask <laughs> yeah. to to make yeah. a fashion statement from the neck up. I guess you could have like covers for your ears. Like, I, yeah, ear I will hat. say that Middle Eastern women who have had to cover up a lot, they have managed to figure out a way to still be stylish. Oh um, God! I follow a lot so, of them on Instagram. Yeah. They're and they, so fabulous. And they were pre all of this pandemic stuff. They were stylish yeah. beforehand. They'd figured out ways to make it work, even covering up most of your face. But we're running out of time. But I don't want to. I don't want to like end on a low. But the third trend is nostalgia core, <laughs> and nostalgia core is basically not buying new. So what you're going to be finding in thrift stores, which is 2010. There's a lot of confusing information out there about this. 
I saw like 90s was one, 2010s was another, but just kind of like dressing kind of more over the top colors and shapes of those eras, which I'm not so for. So um, wait a second, is 2010 the cutoff point? Like you're looking for clothes that were 2010s. Manufactured- so 2010s. 10s. So you can see these like things are all over the map. Like you could be over here looking mm-hmm. like a freaking mushroom, like a toadstool. Or you could be over here looking like Rihanna when she first showed up, right? Or like Britney Spears at her peak. Like low, low rise. Yeah, yeah. So it's just, it's like anything goes this year. So, hey, mess around, play around, no matter how old you are. You're probably, it's going to be really hard to call you Chuki because again, the whole range is out there. So anything goes, right? That's what it's like. I don't know. No trends. Maybe it's like 1950s to 1980s are not cool this year. Maybe. Yeah. Within parameters. Yeah. Um, So are we going to see finally the end? If I never see like a petite white girl in a 50s vintage dress playing a ukulele again, I feel like. We were doing that for like a couple decades and um, I have a very strong reaction to it every single time I see it still. So as long as that can be out, I'm all for all of these trim- trends that you've mentioned. Do you mean yeah, like We've no, been around but- long enough to you should know. It'll be back. Oh God. Are you telling me you never want to see Zoe Deschanel again? <laughs> I, she can take, yeah. Zoe Deschanel. You can take her Buddy Holly glasses and and her her warbly quirkiness that I'm sure is completely unaffected, Mm -hmm. and And just keep it in 2010. Her boring marriage to Potato Face Property Brother. Oh, like who's that? I don't know who that is. Who who are we talking? You don't know the two Property Brothers. Oh, oh, right. Oh, she's married to one of them. Yeah. And it's just like, it's the least exciting celebrity (laughs) marriage that came across the tabloids in the past two or three years. It's like like, two wonder wonder bread slices decided to (laughs) date and marry. Okay. I have a question for you before we close it out. What, what like, word slash core community would you either start or be part of or join i I, i'm i'm telling you that uh that dark academic i'm so you're in uh, i'm so in to go back to tweeds and like cool hats and um Brideshead head revisited vests over okay. a button down shirt and bride's head re revisited yes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so Kim? good Especially since we have cold winters here, I need like those wool pants. Yeah, very nice. Would you wear also like um like a uh, thick socks that are pulled up? You know, amazing. The- I would I would make wool some socks. edits. I don't think yeah. I want my waistline. See, the thing is, I would make modern edits. Like, I don't want my waistline to be like above my belly button. Mm, okay, so. so so the big diaper pants are out for you. Out, out. Yeah. You have your limits. Okay, Kim, what what slash core community would you be part of? Well, as I, I, I've dabbled in cottage core, as <laughs> right. I divulge to all of you, I think I would make it cottage core, but with like black vampires. Mm. So, like you know, like bloodthirsty, maybe militant black cottage core. Is this Blades like rave? It I don't know. Be, I get like Blades Cotswold. The, I don't know. Do, do you know what the, I'm, the, I'm, the Blades rave where the blood starts? It's like iconic when the vampire rave, like blood starts pouring from the ceiling and then Blades shows up and starts killing them. I don't know. I mean, if it's, if it's, if it's involving fabulous Black people who may or may not be undead or, I mean, I, are vampires technically undead, who also enjoy high tea and biscuits and homemade sweaters and the blood of, you know, unsuspecting humans. So that take that and make it something core. That's my aesthetic going into 2022. Cute blood core. I don't know. I feel so lame not having put my own twist. I guess I put my own twist with the pan height, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And um, 
Jan, we know you are animal core because I've seen you in bees. I've seen you in foxes. Oh, yeah, and foxes. No, I think I'm just food core. (laughs) Food core. (laughs) Food, you know, from any era. Wait, are you eating foxes? I mean, I get the honey from the bees, but. Exactly. It's just uh, just a general food, just an appreciation of food. (laughs) What you said from any era, but it makes me think of like life magazines from like 1957, where everything is put in like gelatin and aspic, like peas and, you know, yeah, corned beef and jello. Like that was so huge. What if that was your entire aesthetic? God, oh, that would be really hard to swallow. No pun. Uh, a permanent, uh, a permanent apron on you. God, yes. Yeah. And handing your man a martini as soon as he steps uh, in the door. Yeah. Okay. The martini I can do, but Jello. You're right. That is such a disgusting era for food. It was so strange. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God, I guess it was like the first time where where mass produced. It's like better living through chemistry. Yeah, we were in awe of these new, you know, systems of manufacturing that could take all of the burden off of the housewife. In some ways, it maybe was seen as progressive and, you know, easier for her to just throw everything in some fucking jello and call it dinner. Also, the TV dinner, the TV dinner. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, God. It would be hilarious to have like a 1950s party and then have people come in and it's all that disgusting food. Yeah. We actually, um, Jim's, it's either an aunt of his or his grandmother, I forget, but she left behind to one of his cousins her entire recipe book, which she had collected from magazines and sort of collated all of these recipes. Mm-hmm. And they're all like this, but they are the recipes. Wow. So, we have threatened to each other that we might have a dinner party where <laughs> you make each, all everybody has to make like one of the things. That would be so the fun. Most horrifying sounding thing of them all. You can call um, it disgusting core. <laughs> <laughs> Hungry core. Yeah. Bad dinner core. Well, on that note, it's time for me, for me to make my own bad dinner. Me too. But happy New Year, everybody. Don't make a happy bad New dinner. Year. Make a delicious dinner. I what, will make what a is delicious this nonsense? dinner. Nonsense. I've got two TV trays thawing out right now, hon. <laughs> <laughs> and some green jello. Yeah. Stick some roast beef in it. Yeah. Hey, to, our, to our listeners who've stuck around and uh, are downloading this new episode, thank you, thank you, thank you. If you're not following us already, please do so on social media at, at Halfway there, the podcast. And um, Kim, you want to tell them about our Patreon, which I will definitely be populating more fully this year. It's a resolution of mine. Yeah, you can um, you can give us money on a uh, monthly, probably bi-monthly level or basis, and we'll give you stuff. We'll we will give you sweet halfway there, the podcast branded gear and perks. <laughs> I mean, and they're going to be good. I don't want to spoil it for you, but. Uh, and you definitely don't want to overpromise. No, no, don't want to overpromise and underdeliver. Isn't that what they say you should do, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, check check us out. Check out our Patreon link in the show notes. And uh, we'd love to see you there or in our email inbox, which is halfway there, the podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And happy and, new year. And Jen, happy do you want to happy new year? Happy new year. Jen, you Bigger and better about? this year. And we want to hear from you. What do you want us to cover? What do you want us to talk about? Um, mm. If you're middle aged, what's on your mind? Do you want us to explore death more? Sickness? <laughs> yeah. um, uh, dental care after 50. <laughs> like, <laughs> lay it on us. And uh, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, or whatever you listen on. It's got to be five stars, folks. That's all we're accepting. And join the Halfway There core community. That's right. right. Let's start our own fashion trend. You're absolutely right. Halfway Mm -hmm. There core. Yeah. Keep it perky. Keep Keep it perky. Perky. Bye. This has been Halfway There, but it's also the end. The end of this episode of Halfway There. You get it.